Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It's fitting because we are right now headed for a segment called They Said What? Amber said that, by the way, and it is... It is true. I just tuna fish like should be banned from the airline. Like a tuna fish should be on the no fly list. That's how bad that is. I That's concur. how bad that is. I concur. What yeah. else would be on that list? Oh God. Food wise. Food wise, you cannot bring a burrito on a plane. You just can't do it. No sort of certainly not like a bean burrito. Garlic bread, well, but not even for that reason. But just. Just general, any sort of odiferous food cannot be allowed on the plane. Matt Lack said garlic bread in my ear. That's a good one. Anything garlic with bread garlic is absolutely related. a good one. You yeah. want to breathe that the whole night on the plane? No. Four-hour flight out west or something? No. Absolutely not. Do you ever bring food on the plane, like other than something you've purchased at the airport or? Well, here's the problem. Like a bag of I mean, something? Amber, if you really want me to go off on this, I will. <laughs> here's the thing. I go in the airport. Let's just say I'm in the mood for uh, some Pringles. Mm-hmm. In the airport, they only sell the massive size that you get at the supermarket. That's how they get you. Yes, and that's $9. But then I get on the plane. If I'm going to buy it on the plane, if I get the regular size on the plane, which I can, that's like $4. None of it's cheap. So they're they're getting you all over the place, Amber. They're getting, they're getting you. They know everywhere. they got you. There's nowhere yeah. else for you to go. So if I want to try to buy snacks, I have to be that guy that goes and stops on the way to the airport and throws it in my bag. And I'm not doing that. Like, did this guy make a tuna fish salad sandwich at home and then bring it on the plane? No, no. This was prepackaged at the, you know, at one of the little stores in in the super. That's on the airport. That's on the airport. Yeah, that's just bad on the airport. They shouldn't be selling such stuff. No, I I agree. But that doesn't mean you have to buy it. (laughs) That doesn't mean you have to buy it. It is absolutely a two-way street. Don't pretend like you're not culpable. They did not jam that tuna sandwich into your bag. It's Kansi and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on ESPN Plus, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson is in for Chris Canty today. Want your take, your calls. Had some great ones on the show earlier. We're going to get a chance to get to them uh, soon as well at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. On the quarterback that has the most to prove this season in the NFL. We've gotten some good tweets on it as well, at Chris Carlin at Amber W Sports, by all means, check in there uh, as well. One that was brought up, and we've heard an awful lot of, maybe tough to beat, is Dak. I don't know that there's a quarterback that has more to prove this season than Dak Prescott because he has got that lasting image of him letting the clock run out on the Cowboys season. And speaking of the Cowboys, it's time for a little they said what. We've got a couple of different sound bites for you, friends. And the first one comes from Jerry Jones, Amber. And this is Jerry Jones' attempt at equating math with winning. 
If you're going to try to follow this, good luck and Godspeed. I have to believe one and one is three. I, I can't, I can't uh, operate where one and one is two. Now, we all know it is uh, physically, but uh, the three is where you have to go. Now, you have to have optimism to operate out in that world. They say what? Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I'm terrible at math. Uh, it's one reason I'm a sports radio host, right? I am and a very, lawyer. very, and a lawyer. Uh, yes, I did everything I could to try to avoid things that involve math. But even I can tell you, what? That didn't make yeah. sense, Carlin. It made no sense whatsoever, and it continued on and on and on and on. And it was it was very much like the answer given in Billy Madison. <laughs> That was the dumbest thing that we have ever heard, and we are all dumb before. All I can think is that he's trying to say, like, you you have to make something out of nothing, or you just have to hope that you get more production out of the pieces than the pieces you have. Is that that where he's going? I want to know what the follow-up question was to that answer. Was the (laughs) follow-up question, what? What exactly do you mean by that? Then there's Bill Belichick checking in on his offense, which has drawn an awful lot of attention throughout the preseason. We're not going out there trying to have a science lab experiment. We're trying to go out there and and win games. Uh, I think as you play games and compete against other teams in this league, you see where maybe where your strengths are and where teams are trying to attack you and and how you're holding up in those areas. They said what? So what I think he means is when he says we're not trying to make it a science experiment is just simply like, we're not going to try to outsmart ourselves here, okay? We're going to work with what we have, and we're going to make that work. Amber, this to me has always been the number one defining characteristic of Bill Belichick's success outside of Tom Brady. He is a guy that does not worry about what he does not have. He worries about what he has in terms of personnel, and he asks the personnel to do what they do best. He does not ask them to do things that they can't. And I think so often we see coaches that will frame the system around what they want to do, but then try to fit the players in like a square peg in the round hole. Bill Belichick never does that. Always adapts to what his personnel is. What success outside of Tom Brady? I know what you were saying, but what it's success like, outside? And here's the problem. You're outside right. of Tom Brady being a factor, the other right. success that he's had. Right. I understood what you were getting at there. And yeah. you're right. He he has done a very good job. I mean, we talked about it even with Mac Jones last season. I mean, you're talking about a rookie who had a stellar season for a rookie, made a Pro Bowl. But I think largely it was due to also them hiding his deficiencies towards the end of the season. And that's what Bill Belichick does so beautifully knows how to capitalize on what you do have knows how to maybe hide what you don't have I think what he's trying to say there in that bite is that he's not going to go out there trying to just prove some sort of experiment where I don't have coordinators maybe that's where it's stemming from because there's been so much talk about that where I'm not actually trying to reinvent the wheel and do it that way I'm just actually out here trying to win football games I guess that's maybe what led him to make that comment. Yeah. But I don't know if winning football games is going to be something either way that he does a whole lot of the season. Patriots are going to have a losing season this year. Wouldn't be and it's funny, isn't it, that I said yesterday, the Jets are going to win more games than the Patriots. And then the next day we find out Zach Wilson isn't available until week four at least. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. 
Then finally, Jason Kelsey of the Eagles, who was always good for a good quote, asked about expectations of this team, especially now that they are the betting favorite, according to Caesars Sportsbook, in the NFC East to win the division. Expectations are just that. They're nothing. And uh, we got to go out there and play, and we got to go out there. And, uh, you know, the moment you're comfortable in this league, uh, somebody's coming for you. You know, we got, uh, you know, Mr. T and Rocky Three. You know, he's going to be hunting us every single week. Uh, and we haven't won nothing yet, so we're not even the champion. So we better work our asses off. They said what? He is so right about this. You know, the Eagles are the betting favorite because there was a sizable wager placed on them by someone who's regarded as a pretty well-respected better. So that dropped them down to plus 130 to win the NFC East as opposed to the Cowboys who are plus 135. But as the favorites now, the Eagles do still have an awful lot to prove. They have a terrific roster. Howie Roseman's done a nice job and is consistently looking to add. But at the same time, um, we all know that there are a couple of big questions around him. I'm a huge Jalen Hurts fan. We still need to see that uh, on a high level over the course of an entire season. The Eagles are like the Saints to me, right? Where they've become the trendy pick and it's just gotten trendier and trendier and trendier. And now it's just kind of snowballed into suddenly so everybody's having. Them. Well, it's just, it's funny. It's like, you know, coming off of last season, we're like, oh, I think Jalen, I think Jalen earned himself one more season to prove himself, you know? And now we're at a place where we're like, oh, Jalen and the Eagles, are they're winning the Super Bowl. And that just feels like narrative throughout the offseason and preseason that has picked up momentum. That is supposed to be the bust O-line, though, in yep. the NFL. So it's good to hear one of the O-linemen come out and say, hey, we haven't proved anything yet because he's right. You got to do it on the field. It's one thing for us to say. It's another thing for them to go out and do it. Remember one thing about the Eagles, the number one rushing team in the NFL in the second half of last year. They were exceptionally efficient in the run game with Miles Sanders, with Kenneth Gainwell and the like, and also with Jalen Hurts. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and ESPN Plus. Football is coming this weekend, tomorrow night. It all kicks off at SoFi Stadium. It's the Rams and the Bills. Monday night football. We have got the Denver Broncos visiting the Seattle Seahawks on the call Joe Buck making his Monday night football debut. He will be on tomorrow morning on KJM at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Up next, though, we're keeping it in the NFC East. So are the Eagles going to overtake the Cowboys and keep an unbelievable streak going? What streak? We'll tell you next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN+. What Plus. you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, 
not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You miss Canty and Carlin. NFC East is fascinating. The Eagles have overtaken the Cowboys as the betting favorite, as you just heard from Doug Kazarian, ESPN betting analyst. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson in for Chris Canty. And Amber, earlier today, we previewed the AFC West as we're previewing two divisions per show leading up to this weekend's full slate of games. So right now, we turn our attention to the NFC East. And we start with the Dallas Cowboys. Have we been too harsh on the Cowboys, Amber? Have we come to the point where we're not giving them enough credit? I think a little bit. I mean, we're talking about a team that was 12-5 and last season. We're talking about a quarterback who... Each and every season, when you pull his numbers, he is a darn good quarterback, Chris Carlin. I I think that we are a little bit harsh on the Cowboys. I think some of it's because it's America's team and the attention that team draws. There's reasons to be concerned. Yes, they don't have Amari Cooper anymore. Yes, his O-line is aging. It's not as elite as it was a few years ago. But there's also reason to believe when you have Tony Pollard in the backfield and you do have Dak at the helm and you have a defense that has Micah Parsons on it, that this could be a very good Dallas Cowboys team. Yeah. I'm going to answer my own question. Have we not paid them enough respect? My answer is no, it's about right. (laughs) It's about right. The Cowboys, I I think they're really going to disappoint this year. I don't think they're going to be a bad football team. But I don't think they're a 12-win team either. They might sneak into the playoffs, but I don't see it being a big year when you trade away Amari Cooper, when Tyron Smith is pretty much done for the year, if not out till December. And as much as everybody wants to try to sell me on the idea that they've played plenty without him before, you're asking Tyler Smith, a, a rookie, to step in and do the job, and you're asking... Uh, your running back and Ezekiel Elliott, even though you have Tony Pollard there, who may be the better guy and actually may just take over the job before sooner rather than later, that you're asking him to come back and be what he was a few years ago. This bears repeating, Amber. Every year, Ezekiel Elliott's production has gone down mm-hmm. of his career. Every year, it has gone down. So I don't have faith in the Cowboys. It feels like a middle-rung team for me. And that brings us to the Eagles, which I think have taken a a big step forward because I think getting A.J. Brown was incredibly important. Getting C.J. Gardner-Johnson last week, a very under-the-radar move for a team that needs some help in the secondary. If there's a weakness, that's it. They've got a tremendous 
a tremendous defensive front. Fletcher Cox is basically a role player who may play 25 snaps a game. That's how strong the Eagles are up front right now. I I love what they have done uh, with that defensive line. I love the fact that Jalen Hurts is going to get the chance now to really establish himself as a very good quarterback in the league. Took the team to the playoffs last year. I think he's more than good enough for this team to win this division. And as I have said, I am picking them to go to the Super Bowl. Which is a fire take by you. Not one I'm going to jump on board with, but I do think that this Eagles team is going to be pretty good. What makes me apprehensive here is how trendy this pick has become and how suddenly everyone's all in on Jalen. I set the trend. Did you notice? I'm like one of the first that said it a week or two ago, and now everybody else is jumping on me. We have often called Chris Carlin a trendsetter. Exactly. Usually it's fashion related. With, well, of course, that's what I meant. Yeah. I think that this is going to be a good Eagles team. I've always been somebody who's high on Jalen. I like that he's getting another opportunity. Obviously, they paired him with this former team in Devontae Smith. Plus, you bring in A.J. Brown for health. I think for help. I think this is going to be the best O-line in the country. Uh, N'Kobe Dean, I think, could be a breakout star for them on defense. This Eagles team should be an improved Eagles team. I'm one who believes that Jalen can get it done, I think. I think. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a nervous because all of a sudden everyone's in on this team, man. I thought they were going to be good, but I also thought I was going to be the only one saying it, Carlin. It, listen, I get that. I get that. Jump on board, Amber. Be bold. Be bold. <laughs> you know what would be bold if you're willing to go out on a limb with these next two teams? No that chance would be bold. <laughs> I, we're going to talk about the Washington Commanders because we're contractually obligated. I just found out. Um, Carson Wentz is just not a leader of football players. And I think they're going to find that out the hard way in Washington this year. And Ron Rivera is now tied to Carson Wentz, and that's a problem for Ron Rivera. Let's also not forget perhaps the biggest loss of this offseason for a team. Brandon Scherf at guard, gone to the Jacksonville Jaguars in free agency. Brandon Scherf's a tremendous all-pro type player. And he is now gone from that offensive line. Chase Young's out for the first couple of games of the year. I have no reason to believe, even with a soft couple of first games in theory, that the Commanders are going to be any good this year. It's been such a bad offseason for the Commanders that acquiring Carson Wentz is considered good news, right? Yeah. Like really good news. And uh, that's disconcerting in and of itself because Carson Wentz hasn't been Carson Wentz since 2017. You and I both have Rivera being the first coach that gets fired. It's hard to, for me to to believe in this Washington team at all. Yeah, I have no reason to. And as far as Carson Wentz is concerned, why would I have any belief in him whatsoever after the guy that was the guy that gave him the most success in Frank Reich, uh, ready to get rid of him after a year without even blinking? Taylor Heineke is going to be in there before you. Well, blink. And then finally, the Giants again, because I think we have to talk about them. Honestly, Daniel Jones is not the answer. They're going to find that out for for sure this year. It's a rebuilding year with a new coach and a new GM. I don't expect very much from the Giants this season. Yeah, Daniel Jones's record is 12 and 25 as a starter. I don't think that record is going to get much prettier good? this year for the New York Giants. Uh, no, and yeah. nor is Daniel Jones, or they would have picked up his fifth year option. 
I think that they're trying to be the Bills, right? With this new Brian Dayball system, uh, they're not there yet. I'm not saying that Dayball can't get it done in New York at some point here. It ain't going to be this season, not with Daniel Jones at the helm. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, Amber Wilson in for Chris Canty. You hear the Monday Night Football music Monday night this week. It is the opener, Denver against Seattle. Russell Wilson goes back to the Emerald City. Joe Buck will be on the call in his Monday Night Football debut. He will join the fellas in KJM tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Up next, NFL season is kicking off, but that's not the only major event that we've got this month. More on that next, ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Big event coming up in just a couple of weeks and big news coming out of the President's Cup in golf. U.S. team captain Davis Love III announced his six picks for the President's Cup. He is going to join us right now on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on ESPN+. Plus. Davis, it is Chris Carlin along with Amber Wilson. We appreciate your time. How you doing? Great. Good afternoon. How's it going? We're doing great. We appreciate your time. So take us through the decisions you made to make your captain's picks for the 2022 President's Cup coming up here a couple weeks at uh, Quail Hollow in North Carolina. Well, we got six guys on point um, last, uh, you know, right before the tour championship in Atlanta. And then we made our picks for the six captain selections. Um, not today. <laughs> they were made a while back, yeah. but they were announced announced today. So some of those guys, um, they knew when they teed off at the tour championship, they were already in. So that took a little sweating off of them for that mm-hmm. week. And then, um, you know, we had to kind of sit on them a, a little bit until today. So excited to get that done and behind us and, and get ready to go play. How tough was it, Davis, to put a team together with certain guys not eligible because of live golf? What is it like navigating that situation right now? It's been, <laughs> it's been a long three years getting to this point, especially the last uh, you know six or eight months. I'm a little bit more on the inside as the captain, um, a little bit more on the inside as a, a five-time former PGA Tour uh, board member. So I kind of known what's going on. So it's been very frustrating. But, um, you know, we obviously 
a loss like Dustin Johnson that was uh, a hero at Whistling Straits in the Ryder Cup last year is a big loss. Um, he's, he was our veteran there and would have been the veteran for this team. But, um, you know, frankly, we really didn't lose that many guys um, like Trevor Elmwood did on the international side. So we've got a great team. Um, you know, we might be listening, missing a little senior leadership, but I think as the 12 best golfers that we could have come up with, I think we came up with those. So we were very fortunate. Davis Love the third. He is Team USA's President's Cup captain. They announced their captains today, or rather his six captains picks today. Davis, um, listen, you know everybody wants to talk about Live Golf and the effect that it has had. What has been your overall take on it as we've seen it really permeate into the tour uh, over the last few months? Well, um, as you know, I'm a, I'm a Champions Tour age player. I'm almost 60 years old. So I was around, I was a top player in 1994 when Greg Norman floated this idea. Um, he had Fox Network behind him. He had a little bit of money behind him back then. And frankly, a year ago, I would have said, I've seen this movie before. I know how it turns out. It's just not going to work. Um, unfortunately, I misjudged that a trillion dollars behind you can get you whatever you want. And so the game has, has definitely changed since Greg tried this bef- one time before. It, it's very frustrating. Um, the PGA Tour, the, the European Tour, the DP World Tour, the rest of the World Tours work very well together. And um, it, it's a great system. Roy McIlroy, the DP World Tour uh, Irish kid, he won the FedEx Cup playoffs. He played by the rules on both tours, and he's very successful. Billy Horschel one of our FedEx Cup winners, is playing the DP World Tour. He's a member of that tour. You can do both. You're not restricted, and um, there's a lot of money to be made. So it's very frustrating right now in golf. Now, they can go do whatever they want and play these tournaments, play live golf. All we're asking is don't come back and try to cherry-pick our tournaments and and get in the way of the PGA Tour selling their product. So it's going to be a long, uh, I think, uh, fight, but – um. I think we're in a good place. And now that we've picked the teams that they're playing their tour, we're going to go play the president's cup and, um, and try to try to bring back the cups of the United States. So live golf obviously has been frustrating for a long time. And even the idea of it, it sounds like uh, for a very, very long time, but now that you're at this point, obviously you're going to move forward here with this event. Is it, does it hang over quail hollow? Like when you're actually out there and the, you know, they actually start golfing is live still on the mind. Is it kind of hanging over like a cloud with all these events? Well, the way I look at it, you know, this is my third time being captain. I was two-time Ryder Cup captain. There's no golf <laughs> being played until the Thursday when we when we start the matches. So, yes, it's going to be a cloud hanging over it until then. The early press conferences, just like at Wentworth this week on the DP World Tour, the questions in the media center leading up were not about the golf this weekend. It was about the live golf guys that were there and the controversy. So, yes, it'll hang over, but – once we get to Thursday at the President's Cup and we start playing, the American home crowd, the international team is going to be trying to, to win an away game. It's going to be normal golf. Unfortunately, we've done that. We've done it for weeks and weeks on the PGA Tour. We did it through the playoffs. Look what a great FedEx Cup playoff finish we had. Yes, the cloud will hang over it, but the golf will take over. 
there's going to be 70 fans on that first tee. They're not going to be cheering for anything other than Team USA or the international team. Davis Love III, who is Team USA's President's Cup captain and, of course, former PGA champion with us. Davis, just imagine yourself in this situation when you were in your prime and this was going on back, as you were saying, back in 1994. Is this something you would have considered? Would you have left the tour to go to live golf? No, it's um, you know I'm I'm as old school as you get. Even back in in the '90s, that Arnie and Jack built this tour for everybody, not just for the top players. Um, the platform is for us to compete and try to win the tournament that Ben Hogan and Byron Nelson tried to win, and that Jack and Arnie tried to win, and that. Fred Couples tried to win, and now now Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler and Max Home and Roy McIlroy are trying to break the records, the legacy, the history of the guys before. So, no, I, I don't believe these are made-for-TV events. Fred Couples and I won a bunch of them in November and December in our prime, but they don't count. They don't have any history. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of money, and it might be exciting golf, but, no, I, I would have not left trying to win – the MCI Heritage and Colonial and Jack Nicholas tur- Nicholas's tournament at Memorial. Um, I would not leave that for any amount of money. And one of our team members, Max Homa, said it best: "You can't buy my dream." And my dream was to play on the PGA Tour. I won 21 times, and and Tiger won 82 times. I didn't quite get to my goal. <laughs> Davis Love, he picked Max Homa as one of the captain's picks, along with Kevin Kisner, Billy Horschel, Colin Morikawa, Cam Young, and Jordan Spieth to join the six other guys who already qualified for the President's Cup. It's September 20th to the 25th at Quail Hollow Club in North Carolina. Davis, we appreciate the time. Thank you. We look forward to Team USA playing in Charlotte in a couple weeks. Davis Love the third. His team gets a chance to bring the President's Cup back to the U.S. And listen, you know, as far as the live golf stuff is concerned, there are a lot of guys who have been against it. As you heard there, he's very against it, just treating them as basically, you know, events more than anything else, not really any kind of a tour. We've got so much more coming with football. And once again, if you're only in, if you're interested in making money, now would be the time to be listening because my play of the day is coming up in just moments. And if you listened yesterday, you made money. So maybe do that. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for pound. The biggest show on ESPN radio. Amber, I know that a lot of my uh, non-sports related takes seem to be around food. And I know that that's not that surprising and it may get a little bit tiring at times. But my, my biggest problem when it comes to food is when we have companies now and people that try to take two awesome things and put them together and expect it to be doubly awesome. And often it is not. Most of the time, it is not. Give you an example. A couple of weeks ago, there was the idea uh, that was brought up about one ballpark. I don't remember where specifically. They were selling a pulled pork sandwich that had Reese's peanut butter cups on it. Oh, no. Yes. No, no. And Hembo texted me, and he had it, and he said it was god-awful. Of course it was god-awful. Oh, I'm in on that. No, no, no. So just a little while ago, I'm scrolling through Twitter. And there's a new chip flavor, mm-hmm. and it's KFC original recipe. Okay. Uh, yeah, but here's my I mean, thing. Okay, it's a marketing ploy, right? It's a marketing ploy, and I don't have to try to jam two things together that I love, that possibly are going to make me not love them anymore. Right. Like I like KFC original recipe. Sure, I don't need them on a potato chip. Some of the potato chip flavors, I mean, it's gotten out of hand. Well, that is accurate information. I mean, I don't know why we needed so many flavors. You know, what was wrong with the original flavors that we had? Why why do we need to go so far outside the box? It's gotten a little insane. But also, why do we need to mix these things? Like, why do we need to replicate the taste of something in another vehicle for delivery? I don't know. You know, know? like, just eat the original recipe chicken. If you want chicken... That's original recipe chicken. You just eat that. You don't eat a potato chip that tastes like the original recipe chicken. I don't I don't understand the allure there. Now, all of that being said, pickle chips, I haven't tried them. They sound like they could be good. There's some newer ones that have come out, right? Like the flavors like that that I think maybe not like so insane. Jalapeno chips I'm in on. Right, but I don't need jerk chicken chips. And no, they're out much. there. It's too I much. I don't need to- Chile, lang- uh, ch- uh, what is it? Chile mango chips. C-H-I-L-E. I just need Chile. salt and vinegar chips. And by the way, Carlin, don't knock an original, you know? Just a plain old original chip. Exactly. Amber, once again, Nothing you have crystallized my thoughts. What is the point in trying to just jam them all together and hope that it works and just continue to, to fool the public into thinking that you have figured it out? Stop insulting us, chip makers. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on ESPN Plus, we were just talking about the the absurdity of the different flavors of chips that are out there because now there's going to be a KFC original recipe chip. I just came across another one, lobster hot plate chips. Who asked for that to mix that with their Lay's chips? Who asked for it? I want to know because I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to shoot out your porch light. It's a lot. The, the, The flavors of the chips... The mix, the taking some meal and putting it into a chip vehicle, it's yes. too much. I feel like I want to rip out your taste buds if, <laughs> if you're saying, yes, this is what I've got to do. Are people uh, sitting around so bored 
with the potato chips that we did have available to us? Like, were people sitting around in 2005 and they're like, you know what? We really need more flavors <laughs> you know of missing? potato chips. <laughs> Who asked for this? Exactly. Where's my lobster hot plate potato chip? Oh. That's what I'm waiting for. It's. I don't even know what a lobster hot plate is. It's an American tragedy is what it is. Let's let's get to making you some money tonight. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Mm. Told you last night. Raise on the money line. Bingo. That's a win. So we are 1-0 officially as we have uh, decided to play this. Caesars Sportsbook. Caesars Sportsbook tonight has Ian Happ of the Cubs at plus 550 to hit a home run. That is your play of the night. Why? Because Ian Happ is 13 for 45 against the Cincinnati Reds with four home runs. Ian Happ is 13 for 45 with four home runs against the Cincinnati Reds this season. What are you doing? Here's what you're doing. You're going, you're putting a couple of bucks on Ian Happ at plus 550 to hit a home run tonight. You'll collect your money. You'll thank me tomorrow. Fair enough. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. That it is, Amber. And speaking of home runs, Aaron Judge, number 55 this afternoon. Number 55, the old double nickel for Aaron Judge, who has homered in four consecutive games. He's going to do it. He's, he's going to break do it, 62. Right? He's on, he's on yeah, pace. He's going to break what, the fake record. Not the real record. Yes, he's right. on pace now for 66. He's going to break Maris's record. At 61, which it's, people it's still not think the, is the, the real record. record's Bonds' record. This is a fake record, nevertheless. Exactly. He's and gonna it, break it. Yeah. As much as we all want to call Bonds the, the the fake record, listen, I don't think anybody really is gonna live or die as to whether or not he hits 62. He's gonna do that. What I think is fascinating is that he turned down that contract at the beginning of the year, and it is getting bigger and bigger and bigger by the day. How about Sue Bird last night? Let's let's give it up for Sue Bird. What an amazing career. Played the final game of the WNBA career last night. The Storm were knocked out of the playoffs. Four-time WNBA champion, 13-time All-Star, five-time first-team All-WNBA. You know what I couldn't believe when I read this today? Hmm. She's never won an MVP. How is wow. that possible? I don't know how that's possible. Uh, the league's all-time assists leader, She was the number one overall pick in the 2002 WNBA draft. What a hell of a run, Chris Carlin. That's exactly what Sue Bird had. And and then and by the way, the amount of progress and and popular the rise in popularity that she has witnessed with the WNBA, the changes there in her sport, and she she of course was paramount to all of that. Oh, no question. And and I think the other thing too is one was one of the first real bedrocks to turn UConn into what they turned into mm-hmm. as a national powerhouse in women's basketball. And then finally, Patrick Mahomes warned fantasy football players that predicting his favorite receiver from week to week is going to be difficult as they adjust to life without Tyreek Hill. 
as somebody that has taken Juju Smith-Schuster in two drafts, that is not <laughs> what I want to hear right now. He actually said this? Apparently I was I was so. holding off because we have the actual sound. Oh, so that's that's well, why that's I was bad. yeah, that's yeah, why. my bad. But yeah. at any rate, he actually said this and this is problematic. This is problematic, Amber, when I have a lot banking on this right now. I love this. I love that he's actually addressing fantasy because here's the thing. Fantasy football is so wildly popular. We all play it. And I get annoyed when these guys who are playing real football want to look down on all of us who are playing fantasy football and say, don't bother me with your fantasy football. I'm out here actually doing it for real and earning a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. But fantasy football is really, really popular. Placate to all of us a little bit. It's something we enjoy. It's one of the reasons that we tune into you a little bit more than maybe we otherwise would. I like that Patrick Mahomes is actually trying to give fantasy advice, even if it's even if his advice is basically don't draft my guys. It's going to be every single week. It's going to be someone different. So I'm sorry to all you fantasy football uh, guys, but it's going to be, it's going to come from everywhere. So you're going to have to kind of choose the right guy every week. What is information I could have used yesterday? Uh. (laughs) I had a draft last night. Let's go Juju. Okay. We're on board. And then boom, I get that. That, That's not helpful. I, I, I'm in too many leagues now. I'm in three leagues, Amber, Mm -hmm. and it's too many. It's too many. And I know people are, in a tw- How many are you in this year? One now. I have learned my lesson over the years. Wow. I give you a lot of credit because every time I'm trying to say no or trying to get out of a league, they pull me back in. I mean, I just need help. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus.